If you ever capture the smartest man in the world, please don't give him access to chemicals he can use to blow up your wall. <laughs> That's what you took away from the wizard's recent escape, eh? <laughs> that that is it. So so let's review again for our listeners who did not follow the news yesterday. Um, the wizard, uh, Ben, what's his name, Benson, Bentley Whitman, Bentley Whitman, um, captured by the Human Torch about four months ago, has escaped from prison. He after he escaped from prison, rather than like hightailing it to to Cuba, he went back to his old haunt, his old house. And challenged the Human Torch to another battle, uh, where he lost again, and now he's back in prison. It's wild, eh? Like, like first, the first thing that comes to mind is um, maybe we shouldn't be keeping these super smart individuals, and maybe this maybe is, this is what Bentley Whitman wants. We call him a super uh, criminal. Uh, maybe we should be we shouldn't be keeping them in regular prisons because clearly um, they have some special abilities. Here, he's his it's his brain. He's extremely smart and he was able to con the prison into allowing him to get near uh, chemicals that he could then use to you know blow down blow up a wall so he could he could escape and it's it strikes me that maybe there should be some kind of place to keep these people because there's more and more of them come, uh, you know arriving on the scene every day yeah and, and, and i don't even know if it's a, a hey we don't need to it's not like we're keeping the human torch in a prison we have to put a, asbestos walls together like the 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 the, the, the bentley's uh, or Benson's special ability is just he's like one of the smartest people on the planet. And so if you put him in a prison with like normal walls and normal bars, he's probably going to be pretty self-contained, but that they didn't do that. They decided that yeah. he was such a, he, that he was, his behavior was so um, exemplary in the few months that he was in prison that they gave him access to the prison hospital and all the chemicals that were involved in, that were available in the hospital. Yeah, and I think if anybody had even a passing familiarity with with Whitman, and not just just his, with his encounter with the torch, but also just before that as being uh, a, a true, brilliant, once in a generation Renaissance man genius, they might have thought maybe his genius could extend to being ingratiating with the uh, the, the staff at the prison and and setting up some kind of plan to to get away because it. Um, because it happened because it happened very quickly it happened within a few months of him being in the prison it just it just seems like they didn't really think this one through whereas the wizard thought it completely through that's right and it's not like from what i can understand it's not like he's uses mind control that we've seen so much of in this past year he just used everyday natural charm and mm -hmm. uh, and and psychological manipulation to, to get people what he to get what he wanted yeah, to get near everyday regular chemicals, I suppose, that he could use fashion into a bomb that, or, or some kind of explosive to get out of prison. Was so, it even explosive? Yeah. Like it just it melted the wall or something. It was like a... Oh, yeah, I was kind of assuming. Whatever it is, it just took down the wall, right? And yeah. what what I find, it's it does it does seem kind of odd, and I think that you, you would think that by now they would have started to um, say, I'm sorry, they, the government and the military, the, the government at least, would be figuring out a way to take care of these people like maybe what they should do is they should build specific cells out of unstable molecules right Indestructible. i want very extent. stable molecules holding my prisoners in place <laughs> i guess i guess if unstable molecules could be twisted in a certain way a smart man like whitman might be able to 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 do something with it but certainly there needs to be something treated they have to be treated differently which is maybe what whitman's always been after is to be treated differently and to be treated as some kind of super 
you know, super type of human. And maybe that's our, our second point is it just seems like this guy can't give it up. He wants to prove himself as being a superior to these superhumans that are, that are now in American society. Yeah. Like uh, Whitman was kind of the first guy to, at least on our show that we talked about who seemed to have gone crazy uh, due to these superhuman superhumans out there. Um, and he doesn't seem to have stopped, right? Like he, after escaping from prison, he really could have done anything, right? Like he, I'm sure he's a financial mastermind as well. I'm like, I'm like Reed Richards. He could like, <laughs> he, he, he could make all the money he needed and disappear very, very quickly. And we'd never find him, but he didn't do that. He went back right back to his old house, which apparently he still has access to. And then basically let out a challenge. Yeah. It's old house, which was a uh, crime scene, you'd think, but uh, and that wasn't, uh, you know, lost in a lawsuit, I suppose, or, or any or, or or something like that. But he went right back to where he left off, which was trying to best the Human Torch, and and again, he was bested by the Torch and and uh, the Invisible Girl, right? That, that, that's, and that's a great. He, he he basically said, "Hey, come and get me." The police came to get him first, and he was able to capture and, and disarm and prevent the, the police from getting into his. Uh, his, his facility. Um, and then he basically allowed the torch in. He basically opened up whatever mm-hmm. barriers he had put in place, allowed the torch in. We don't know exactly what transpired inside the, um, in, inside his house, but the end result was that, uh, he came out basically in chains with, with uh, the human torch and, uh, and, uh, and Sue storm. You got to ask, you got to wonder what does that do to his psyche now? Twice in a row, within months of each of, of the experience, he's bested by the Human Torch. Is he now? Is he now proven to himself that he isn't superior to these superhumans? And it's not like the Torch is known for his brain power. He's just known for his <laughs> his, his, his his you know his physical power that he he's he can his, fly. His, 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 his firepower. <laughs> his fire pace. He's known for his firepower. And so it always struck me as being odd that the Wizard wouldn't try to match wits with match wits with Mister Fantastic, Reed Richards. Um, or, or, or even Ant-Man for that matter. I mean, like these people who are clearly intelligent, he's going up against someone who's known for his, his, like you said, his, his firepower. But do you think that this might be weighing on him now thinking like, gee whiz, I'm just not, I'm just not capable of dealing with these super powered individuals or well, does he come back again? Well, it could go either way, right? This, this guy's clearly over the bend. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. Like people like this tend to rationalize, right? Like he, he was beaten once and I'm sure he rationalized why he was beaten and why it wasn't his fault. And he was just going to come back and ex- prove it to us that he could beat, uh, he could beat the torch um, in a different situation. Now losing twice, I'm sure he's going to have a million excuses for why it happened this other time. Yeah. And, but I mean, it just to the world at large, he, he, he can't be, he, he does look like a two time loser. And you just got to wonder how that'll will will weigh on him. But it's I, I just don't understand it. I don't I don't understand how this guy wouldn't have tried to just just escape the country after um, escaping from prison. But again, it's because he's so twisted and so uh, obsessed with trying to prove himself to be a superior human being that he had to keep on fighting the same fight again. And that's a question that I think we're going to be revisiting quite a bit, where we're seeing about the psychological impact of having this this sort of post-human society that seems to be, to be um, growing, right? Or, 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 or being foisted upon us and how that impacts regular humans like me and you. Like, I mean, I am not, it hasn't twisted me into thinking that I need to challenge these superheroes, but who knows, given enough time, 
Maybe I will. Maybe you will. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll put you in the ring, Mike. I'll, 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 put, I'll, put, I'll put some money on you when you go up against uh, the thing. Thanks, Eddie. I just, need some, I just need some support. If you are enjoying Super Serious, please leave us a review on iTunes. In the meantime, here is another podcast that you may enjoy. Question. In Pixar's Toy Story, the carpet in Sid's house comes from what movie? Hi, I'm Brian Rollins, host and creator of the Dorky, Geeky, Nerdy Trivia Podcast. Every week, I bring you 30 new trivia questions on a different topic. We've covered Star Wars, Star Trek, Harry Potter, comic books, movies, and so much more. Every episode is designed to be played like your own personal game of Jeopardy or pub trivia. You can play along solo or with a group of friends. Join me every Wednesday for new trivia. You can find us at dorkygeekynerdy.com. Oh, the answer to my question was The Shining. The carpet in Sid's house was inspired by the flooring in the Overlook Hotel. I hope to see you soon at Dorky Geeky Nerdy.